What is up, restaurant world? Welcome to the Tip Share, where we dive deep into the labyrinth of all things restaurant, open up conversations with owners, operators, vendors, and industry experts to explore everything that's happening within the industry and its current climate. Sit back, grab your shift drink, and let's share our tips. My name is Brian Smith. I'm the director of the compliance department down here at uh, Restaurant Accounting Services Incorporated, RASI covers the retroactive employee retention credit. PPP loan recipients are now eligible to claim the ERTC retroactively. Here's how. With the passage of the Consolidated Appropriations Act of 2021, which contains another round of COVID stimulus for businesses, PPP loan recipients are now eligible to claim the employee retention tax credit or ERTC retroactively for eligible wages paid in 2020 even if the PPP loan has been or will be 100% forgiven. When the CARES Act was originally enacted, businesses that received a PPP loan were not eligible to claim the ERTC. The retroactive changes to the ERTC means that our current report needs some serious upgrades and fast. RASI will develop a report to assist in the calculation of eligible wages. However, with the year-end falling just days after this legislation was passed, the timeline for completion is not known. The Q4 941 is due on February 1st, 2021, but the return can always be amended, so don't fret. A PPP recipient may elect, and please note that the Treasury is tasked with publishing guidance on how a business would elect this option, but it has not been published at this time. So... Uh, a PPP recipient may elect to retroactively report eligible wages and claim the ERTC for 2020. Eligible wages paid between March 13th, 2020 and December 31st, 2020 will, will be reported on the 2020 Q4 941 report to accomplish this task. All right, question number one. Are employers held to the eligibility standards set forth in the CARES Act as of the original effective date to qualify for the ERTC retroactively in 2020? Yes, but the qualifications are quite extensive and outside the scope of this webinar. And there is a previous webinar that covers the ERTC as prescribed in the CARES Act, which was signed back on March 27, 2020. The webinar can be found at the link below and covers the numerous qualification factors in depth. Question two, once a business determines if it meets the qualifications to claim the retroactive ERTC in 2020, what is needed to calculate the employee retention tax credit on the Q4 941? It's pretty simple. We need eligible wages that were paid between March 13th, 2020 and December 31st, 2020. And please keep in mind to be eligible, these wages must have been paid on a check with a check date that falls within this date. Question number three. How could a client calculate eligible wages if they don't want to wait for RASI's report? Eligible wages could be calculated using payroll history reports and the PPP forgiveness report or application. Question number four, are there any wages that are excluded from the definition of eligible wages for purposes of ERTC, of course? Yes. The following types of wages are excluded from wages eligible for the ERTC and should not be included in the total for eligible wages. Wages that were claimed as a forgivable payroll expense on the PPP forgiveness application, wages that were claimed as a tax credit under the FFCRA for emergency paid sick leave, reason one, two, three, and that 
Those maximums are 80 hours and up to $5,111. And EPSL wages are listed separately on the payroll history reports, so they will be easy to exclude. Wages that were claimed as a tax credit under the FFCRA for emergency paid sick leave reason 456. This is up to 80 hours and the $2,000 maximum. These wages are also separately stated on the payroll. Wages that were claimed as a tax credit under the FFCRA for paid family medical leave, and this maximum is up to $10,000. And these wages are also separately stated on the payroll history. And then eligible wages above the amount of $10,000 per employee over the time frame of March 13th, 2020 to December 31st, 2020. Eligible wages are capped at $10,000 per employee in 2020. Question number five, what if my loan was not or will not be forgiven? Well, therefore, then all wages paid during the covered period of your PPP loan would be eligible except, of course, for the wages paid under the EPSL and PFMLA. These wages are never eligible for the ERTC. Question number six, are group health plan expenses considered part of eligible wages for purpose of, purposes of calculating the ERTC? Yes, they are. Question number seven, what are the eligible group health plan expenses? All right, these are group health premiums as defined by the IRC, IRC section 5000 B1. These are paid by the employer, not deducted from employees' paychecks. And these health plan expenses must be allocated or allocable to wages eligible for the ERTC. So if you were taking, if you had ER, if you had ERTC wages in December, but you were trying to allocate group health plan premiums from November, that, that, doesn't, that doesn't fly because for December health plan premiums, you need to attach those or allocate those to December wages that were eligible for the ERTC. So you must match the expense to the period of which the paid uh, wages were paid. Hope that makes sense. The health plan premiums would include medical, dental, and vision. And once again, premiums paid by the employer and an easy way to determine if they would be included is if the employee's portion is or would be pre-tax, would be a pre-tax deduction under a section 125 benefits plan. Even if the employee doesn't have a deduction, if their deduction would be pre-tax, that would qualify because group health plan expenses have to be pre-tax or part of a section 125 benefit plan to be part of this. Question number eight, what is the tax credit amount? Tax credit amount is 50% of eligible wages. So a maximum of $5,000 per employee. And remember in 2020, $10,000 is the maximum amount of eligible wages per employee. And that includes the eligible group health plan expenses. So if you had an employee that had already made over $10,000 in wages, there would be no need to include group health plan expenses because they've already made the maximum. Question number nine, how will this credit be claimed? The credit will be claimed as a refund on the 2020 Q4 Form 941. This form is due February 1st, 2021. Question number 10, are wages used to claim the ERTC deductible on my federal income tax return? No, the wages equal to the amount of the tax credit are not a deductible expense on your federal 
So the the tax credit or the expenses that you that you earned the ERTC are not deductible. This is unlike the PPP, where expenses paid with forgiven PPP funds are still deductible. So there's there is bigger benefit to the PPP. Not that ERTC is not beneficial, but there is a little difference and these expenses are not deductible on your federal tax return. So that will increase your taxable income at the end of the year. But this is free money. And that's better than better than not getting free money. Pay the tax on it and be okay. Question 11. When will the refund be received? Well, that's really up to the IRS because they must process the 941 and they will be the ones sending the refund. But they are getting caught up with, with all the backlog that they've been having. Question number 12. What will Razzie's retroactive ERTC report provide? All right, the report that RSI is uh, going to develop will include gross wages, but not the EPSL or PFMLA, PFMLA wages that were eligible for a tax credit under the FFCR. And of course, these wages would, would have been paid from March 13th, 2020 to December 31st, 2020 to each employee. And this report that RSI will provide, eligible wages will be able to cal be calculated from that report. Because unfortunately, uh, Razzie's payroll tax system does not possess the necessary data regarding wages that were paid with PPP for given amounts. And because of that fact, we cannot calculate el eligible wages to claim the RTC retroactively. Question 13, when does Razzie expect to complete the retroactive ERTC report? That's the million dollar question. As soon as possible though, we are working on it. That's number one priority. There will be an alert with instructions on how to obtain the retroactive ERTC report and how to calculate eligible wages using the report when it is ready to be distributed. I'm hoping first part, uh, open by the week of the 11th through the 15th, this will be ready, but that is a hope. Question number 14, when does the support request need to be received by RSI in order to claim the employee retention tax credit on the 2020-34-941? If your business meets the qualifications to claim the ERTC and chooses to do so, a support request with the eligible wages amount must be received by Monday, January 25th, 2021 by 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time to be included on the 2020 Q4941. But remember, we can always amend that if you don't hit that deadline. Support requests received after that date will have the employee retention tax credit claimed on an amended return, 2020 Q4941 tax. Question 15, is there a charge to claim the ERTC? What if my 941 must be amended to claim the ERTC? Yes, there is a $100 uh, charge to claim the ERTC retroactively in 2020 on the Q4 941. And if we do have to amend that return, there will be an additional $50 to amend that return. Question 16, can Razzie help me calculate eligible wages? Yes, we can. In order to obtain a one-on-one -on -one meeting to assist in calculating eligible wages, there is an hourly charge of $250 with a minimum of one hour. This will not relieve the business of any responsibility and there will need to be a designated main contact available to work alongside Razzie's compliance department to calculate eligible wages. Definitely need your help to do this, but I can, but we can hold, we, we can definitely walk you through it. Don't forget that Razzie's compliance department will publish instructions and the retroactive ERTC report to help you calculate.
Thank you so much for your time. And please don't hesitate to reach out to our compliance team with any questions. Take care. Thanks for joining us this week on The Tip Share. Make sure to visit our website, restaurantaccountingservices.com, where you can view more educational content, subscribe to our monthly newsletter so you'll never miss an episode. Thanks again.